0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: you uh, you all right? Yeah. Uh, but on the thing we were just talking about a second ago, is that posted yet? Yes, it's out. All right, cool. So go and check it out. We were talking about Andy Mitton, who's been in. Yeah, and the fact that he's one of the only two people in the world called Justin. Justin? He asked for Justin, everyone was confused. Everyone was like, right, who the fuck is he? To be fair... I was a, I am a, an award-winning, multi-award-winning journalist under that moniker as well. So yeah, called it's, Justin. Yeah, Justin Martleshead. If you want to go and check out my work. <laughs> um, how are we anyway? I feel like i have not seen you for ages, even though I have done. Saw you this morning. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I was broadcasting to six hundred million people this this morning. Don't
0: worry about it. Really. Yeah. What, That's what Ian Irving was here for.
1: What What were you doing? I thought you were just having a catch up. I thought you were very formal the way you sat down. All
0: oh, right. Um, yeah. So I didn't realise it was going to be live. <laughs> Ian's like, Can you do something for Premier League, and I was like, yeah, sure. So he comes in, and then they've got the camera guy. The camera guy must have bounced before you got there. Yeah. So they, they're setting it all up, and the camera guy was flapping a little bit. I'm like, what yeah,
1: because it's usually pre-recording, it.
0: Yeah.
1: No, say, say I have that. done lives. I've before. done, yeah, I've done it, but mine's used at Old Trafford when I've done it. With yeah, and I just, I'm not going to Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you say if I say I'm not going to Old Trafford, they just say right, we'll get someone else. <laughs> you say we're not going to Old Trafford, they're like, right, we'll come you. So, that's what did. so yeah. yeah, so we did it in the uh, we did it in the bar. All right, yeah, no, it's good stuff. So that went out live. Is that how many's on it? How many watch it, sorry? I don't think that's how many
0: watch it. That's how many, like, people it goes to. Because really? it gets syndicated, doesn't yeah. it? So it's on, like, B In Sports and Al Jazeera yeah. and... I quite like it because it's uh, everyone. One
1: sport, is, is it? Is it everyone outside the UK? Pretty much. So you get fewer trolls <laughs> when you say something to <laughs> everyone online. like You still get them, but not as badly if um, going to the UK. So, yeah,
0: obviously talking about United Liverpool.
1: What? When was that? Sunday. Oh, gee, I need to do on. I might, I might go. I don't know. I'll decide. <laughs> there we, there we go. I hear um, Klopp's been talking about Ronaldo. Hasn't he? What's he said? He said that he's got. Did he said he's got a better right foot and he's better at heading than Salah. Agreed. Yeah. You don't need to know the rest. That's all you need to know. Salah so basically said he's better. Ronaldo's <laughs> the best. That's what I took from it anyway. Um, just quickly on that, we had Andy Mitton in. He spoke. Um, about his book with Evra, your mate, Paddy. I've seen a few, I think it's it must be serialised or there's extracts out in, I think, the Times. So I've seen a few tweets, I've not had a look, but Patrice Evra being very open talking about some of the things he went through as a youngster, quite harrowing. Uh, but if you get got an opportunity to, I think the book's out the next week, so it's worth checking out, check out that interview with Andy Mitten. And there is a night, um, I don't know if you might, you'll probably be invited, uh, an evening with Patrice Ever and Andy Mitten on the I, think he said the, I think he said Bonfire Night, the 5th,
0: yep. So check that out too. I think I'm doing something on the fifth. Why do not, what day? Is fifth or Friday?
1: Um, don't know. Ask me another one. Yeah. Yes, it is. There yeah, you go.
0: Why do I think I'm doing something on the fifth? Um, yeah, I hope when it's bonfire
1: night anyway. All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> but if you don't get a, if you uh, there is isn't I think it's the Times or somewhere. It might be behind a paywall, but if not, have a look at the article that's out. Give you give you a bit of a taste of the uh, the book. Um, you're gonna be there on your Sunday. I Oh, I. Yeah. Are you there? No. Is that you saying you're not nervous when you really you are? Because you have that weird thing that, what is it you do? You do something. Oh, no, that's Derby's, isn't it? Derby day. When I, I remember doing a thing with you with Sky. And I got it the wrong way around. You said you thought United were going to lose. Because when you say that, we always win. <laughs> <laughs> they asked you to give you a prediction. That was alive. And you went, I think we'll lose. And he went, what, really? <laughs> and <then> we won. <laughs> yeah, See, it works. Hey, <laughs> facts, evidence. show was you and Andy, actually, in, it in town, really? right? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember with James Cooper? they
0: always, I don't know why it is, but they always have like derbies in uh, November and December. It's always yeah. Baltic.
1: It is, it is. Proper an, Bovril it's weather. It's weird, isn't it? Because the Scousers at home is usually around March-ish. Yeah, but it's also been
0: a lot of games with them in October as well, I remember. but yeah. well, those are, That's usually Anfield, isn't it? Yeah, but it does change yeah. sometimes which way around you yeah. get But yeah, generally there's, there's a couple of games that are at the same time of year. It is probably something to do with TV needing ratings, I bet it is um, some, I, I remember like Cantona's first game was like the 5th or 6th of December I think 1992 people
1: forget like people think he joined us in the summer that season don't they you That's know what you talks to people they, they treat like he was there for the full season scored uh, that at- trip for yeah. Leeds and the Charity Shield yeah, yeah he did You right? he played against <laughs> us for Leeds that season yeah it did but it's yeah. called Cantona yeah don't can't remember that
0: <laughs> I love it when commentators have a fucking clue Paul Scholes <laughs> Paul do You know, Scholes? Do you know who
1: annoyed me mean Genius when he called Salford Salford, Salford. fucking Macola does that. <laughs> Anyone not from round here,
0: it's S O L F O R D. Yeah, you know.
1: Salford. It's like yeah. the the river uh, Odssul. That,
0: job That's how you spot like AI and robots. Like, hello, I am from Salford. I You're am like, from
1: Oddsall. Odssul. Cut him. Yes.
0: <laughs> Get him. He's a robot.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, loads of people in I'm the comments. I trying to say Worcestershire Shire. <laughs> Sounds like Stephen Hawkins, then. Um, He's from round here, isn't it? Who, Professor Stephen Hawkins? Is he? Is he really? I have no idea. I don't know. He's that clever. He could be. Um, get involved in the comments and hit like as well. 54 likes. That's a disgrace for this show. I'm um, is sticking around for that. I don't know, man. What's going on? A man of your stature? From He's from Oxford. No, he studied in Oxford. He's actually from West. <laughs> yes. Born in well, Oxford,
0: died in Cambridge. Those yeah. Fucking Turncoat bastard. Uh, hey, exactly. Don't hey, fucking you, cross K- the
1: Blues Derby, lads Charles Tevez. You disgrace to yourself, uh, Stephen Hawking You let yourself down. Oh, the theory fucking of everything gone. Oh. Do you know what I mean? you go and theory yourself, some mates. Um, Got an American <laughs> accent later in his life as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Do you know What I mean. <laughs> so that about right? You're not American. So stop pretending. Anyway, let's stop criticizing Professor. Have you seen a film Hawkins, about it's it? It's not going to lead to anywhere. Fucking good film, you know. It, um, oh yeah, I have. It's Eddie Redmayne in it. No idea. I don't know why I said that to you. Hey, eh? I'm, I'm impressed you've seen it and you liked it. I you've got, oh, you've got a house. weird taste in films. You. What's your favourite film?
0: You know what my favourite film is.
1: I want to say Snatch. It's up there. Yeah. It's probably top three. Is it? Right, yeah. I'm confused. I'm Gladiator. All like, oh, right. right. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. You're that movie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just be on the finger there saying anything with Nicolas Cage. Right, is, is he taking him in there? Because right? if you have got a hatred of Nicolas Cage? Yes. And the unfortunate thing for you is he's done 390 tour, 2, yeah. 90 tour 92 films. And I think he's been in one that were good. Connor.
0: I mean, obviously. <laughs> 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 Can't argue with that one. Oh, he's the fucking worst actor in the world, Jay.
1: Nick, uh, in you know what? the world. I reckon... Right, People on Neighbours uh, looking at what? him going, oh, Ben, i get as bad as him. Do you know what? I reckon we could get him on air. Because he will come on a film for a 10 off. Like, I've seen some films, right, it's like two kids in the bedroom and Nicholas Cage will pop up and you're like, what's going on here? He's obviously skinned. Like, right? he's massively skinned and he will do anything for like 30 quid. Worst actor
0: in the world. Do you reckon? I know it is. Name a worst actor.
1: I don't know. Do you know no, what? No one on Oli Oaks counts, by the way. I don't, I got in trouble last time I started slagging off Oli Oaks on <laughs> Um, <laughs> Someone's saying face-off. Face-off is all right. No, it's not. But it's fucking shocking. You have to it's like, like an you know, overact off Yeah, you have to have face a face-off. It is about that. I'll give you that as well. That's a good point. And also, there's got to be a big suspension of disbelief there. It's like, oh, well, they just swap faces, yeah, and voices and that. Yeah, don't worry about it. And, and even though they've got the, the same physique. Clothes. Yeah, and like, what they do, right, he's like this master criminal, right? He's the worst man in the world. He's in a coma, he's in bed, but we're not going to put handcuffs on him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take the chance. Also, the rocks. It wakes up. It'll be the eye. rocks. An entertaining, if overacted, film. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, the rocks. good. Well, Connery steals that. Um, yeah, it, because because he's Connery a good actor. Ma- Connery makes that film. By the way,
0: every other fucker like that's in that. overacts the shit out of it and it's minging. Yeah, yeah. Especially the the gunfight scene in the bathroom. Just fucking relax, you dickheads.
1: Does it annoy you when you see that because you've got experience A hundred percent. Because I I can't can't watch watch any of them films. Yeah, I go, right, okay, yeah, I'm all right with that. Oh, we got one of
0: them 300 round fucking (laughs) rifle magazines, have we? You fucking slags. (laughs) no, (laughs) <laughs> um, Nicholas Cage in the beginning so he has the, the the morning from hell where he is it SARS gas that he yeah, sort of releases in a um, chamber in the, and he goes home and he's playing the guitar just sitting there chilling when his wife comes home and he's like oh she's like have you had a good day and he's like yeah I've had a good day you know blah blah blah, blah, blah and then the fucking he's like
1: yeah 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 the, like he, you want to blast her
0: a text on the way you know what, home well, hey almost
1: died right so I'm alright though well? got the rest of the day off right what annoys me about that film is he's this bomb disposal expert right they've got to get him into Alcatraz because they need him right because he's the only guy in the world that can dispose of these bombs, right? And when he gets the bombs, he turns the lid, he takes them out, he takes out a chip, and he stamps on it. Now, I could do that. That's not anything technical. I bet mean, you're overegging yourself there. Do you know? No, li- come on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's up there with training, bloody. Well, um, yeah, I mean because it's one, one of them space minutes, it's like... rather than space men to be miners in uh, Armageddon.
0: Yeah. If, right. if one of these vials come breaks, on. you're all dead. Okay, cool. Could you not have told anybody that? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it is a, it's a sad a far-fetched, but I quite enjoy The Rock, just for um, Connery. It's one National of Treasure, awful. Yeah. Mm, does Sean Bean have a Yorkshire accent in that? Probably. Yeah, he always has. He always does that. Yeah, I like the fact that he refuses to change his accent. Yeah. I saw that thing with him when he's in a, a scouser. Well, he's not a scouser, Sean Bean is a Yorkshireman. Um, <laughs> time, when he goes, he's, it's in Liverpool, and he goes into prison, and it's, everyone's a scouser in the entire three-part series, except him. Because he's obviously like, I've not been so i just been
0: Um I mean, has uh, Jason Statham ever done any other accent apart
1: from East End Cotney? East End Cockney. Uh, um, exactly. Michael Caine does that, though, doesn't he? Just plays Michael Caine Michael in Caine. Caine's just Michael Caine in every yeah. film, doesn't he? he doesn't, like, doesn't change his accent. Doesn't matter what he's doing. You know what I mean? I like that. What's Sean Connery's the same. Ghost Rider. Oh,
0: Fucking I've terrible. Well, right,
1: I'm going a minute, though. What do you expect when you watch something called Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage? Do you think you're going to get an Academy Award-winning epic? <laughs> You don't think this looks shit and it's going to be shit. You have For a point. Me, it is shit. I went in watching Doom knowing exactly what I was getting and you went
0: what? watched Doom. <laughs> I mean, a film made about a video game, Steve. That's what I fucking said. <laughs> I think, is it The Rock in that? <laughs> that, that sounds like two hours of your life you'll never get back. Still better actor <laughs> than fucking Nicolas Cage is ever going to be. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock in, is it Walking Tall? Better actor than Nicolas Cage has ever been on. His I don't
1: poster. mind The Rock. Like, c- only because of Moana. Um, He's, he's in that, in <laughs> No, do you know what? My kids, my kids love Moana, right? I can't. If I come on in, sing, so <laughs> oh, sing it. Sing but, it, you slug. Uh, you're welcome. That's if you've not heard that song, you're welcome. It's a tune. Um How's it go? I'm not singing on this, bro. <laughs> I've genuinely never heard it You've yeah, never, it, heard it? Cam's never heard
0: it. heard it you're off to sing it for
1: us. I can't. I can't remember the words. Yeah. I'm oh, a minute. On. I'm going a minute. Let me. Let me find it. You're welcome. <laughs> <lyrics>. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Janine, you'll know. Janine, how's it go? Yeah. I'm not, no, I can't sing. I, I don't drink anymore. You, like, I'm not, no. I'll tell you what, if we get to 10,000 likes on this video, I'll sing. All oh, right, Here we go, lad. Yeah. There's the target. 10,000 likes. I will sing You're Welcome from Moana. The whole entire thing. Right. Got Tres- in 60 seconds. Great film, despite Nicolas Cage. I quite like that film. Good film. Yeah. There's a few there's a few um Robert Duvall's in that as well, isn't he? So he's, he's the, what he's carries doing, it. He's doing the heavy He's lift, carrying the it? whole fucking. See thing? that you can sort of get away with that. You stick Nicholas Cage next to someone who's mint. Yeah. It's all right. Duval's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, he is. He's he's even pretty, uh, he's amazing. Uh, if ever, even in the, the
0: cop, isn't. that's in it. Oh, Daryl Lindo. Yeah, and yeah. even is it Stephen Dorff? Not
1: Stephen Dorff. Oh, do you know what? It's Tim Oliphant. He's right. sidekick.
0: So even he thinks he's Stephen Dorff, doesn't he? Yeah. Right. That's a very good
1: <laughs> comparison, by the way. But um those
0: two and Robert De are what makes the film. Yeah, and even Angelina Jolie and a little bit of the cameos. Well, like, there's a few. Better. There's a
1: few cameos into like Master P. I think's in it. Yeah. Um, who else is in it? I can't remember. Vinny Jones is in it. Not a like terrible guy in it no, either, because he don't have to speak. Yeah, which so is- he, he can do that. It's got a decent soundtrack as well. Yeah. Get away with that. So it's when. He... Do you know he's got an uh, Academy Award as well, Nicholas Cage? Yeah. Hey, game's gone on it. Fully. Hey. That is ridiculous. He's got an Academy Award. And Steve Bruce hasn't even got a cap for England. <laughs> what sort of a world are we living in? Um, Christian Shea, who's, you know, obviously trying to make this about football, fair play to him, says, uh, would you go with CR7 or Eddie against Scousers? Don't worry about that. Okay. Someone says, I thought Steve hated Tom Cruise as well. Yeah. Oh, my missus hates Tom Cruise. She will not watch a Tom Cruise film. And I don't mind him. I'm like one of the few people that doesn't really have a massive opinion on Tom Cruise, but she can't stand him. Do you not like any of his films? I thought some of them be up your street. Yeah, I can watch some of them films. But you're not a fan of him. No. Right. That's. Have you seen Janet? Have you seen that?
0: Let me just throw you the Irish accent that he has in Far and Away. Oh, you, Yeah, that's, that is shocking. I can't is it Far and it. Away? Is that you're Yeah, no,
1: you're right, yeah. Even Nicole Kidman. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're a cracker, to be sure. Like, I've what? Seen
0: better Irish accents in Russia. Leathermere <laughs> <laughs> so says
1: we like Guinness, mate. It's so bad. It is. If you've not seen Far and Away, do yourself a favour. Don't fucking watch it. Um, Om says, who does he like? I'll tell you who Steve like. On.
0: Leonardo DiCaprio. Controversial.
1: What Here's are you another- saying? Oh, he's not my favourite actor though. Denzel Washington. <laughs> that would be the, the greatest. Uh,
0: no, I would, say, I really like, I'll watch anything DiCaprio's in, right? I'll also watch anything Mark Wahlberg's in. However, Mark Wahlberg is an American Jason Statham. Yeah. He just plays Mark Wahlberg
1: in every yeah, film, but I, I like that. He does. Nah, no, he does. Because he's, what is he, just angry and confused and I watched, um, the there was a I good like film that. on, do you know some films are just shit, but they're good? Daniel Day-Lewis, Christian Bale. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Very intense, the them. they they're like, mm. it's a, a film, that. You see why I like them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film, that, though, is it? It's not like, you know, you've to watch Matt Wahlberg, you can switch, or you watch at home, switch off for two hours, Watch Mark Wahlberg kicking seven bells out of a load of people and winning. Yeah, yeah that's him. That's all right. I'm all right. With that. Every film's got a purpose. Daniel Day-Lewis. Contraband's a fucking good film, man. it? I don't think I've seen that yet. It's good, that one. Got yeah. came back in sale, it? Oh, very good. Yes. Um, Ryan Gosling, says someone, Christopher Hawkins. This is just turned into films, and I like it. Um, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 Glenn Maloka. Says, Blood Diamond is horrible film. don't like that? It's horrible in the sense of what goes on in it, but it's a good film. Slejo, James John says, Steve likes Titanic. Is that true?
0: Not really. Have you seen Of course, I mean, I've seen it. I yeah. went to the pictures and watched it. it, yeah. Oh, well, you must I have been
1: young when that, 12 maybe? Yeah, because I was about 17, I think, when that came out.
0: Yeah, I watched it in the pictures. Um, I mean, from when he graduated to being an adult, all of his, I mean, from Catch Me If You Can onwards... He's just had hit after hit after He's hit. He's the most consistent hit. in it. He's in min. He's absolutely like. mint.
1: And like some of them. I mean, did he
0: win, it, did he win an
1: Oscar for Revenant?
0: Yeah. See, he he put himself through that. Yeah. Not now not I think he got that.
1: Him. Sometimes you get an Oscar, don't you, for your career. Like, because you've had. So, like, Scorsese's best film isn't The Departed, but he wouldn't Oscar for it because he deserved one. Good film. Though. Yeah, it's a good film. Um, But he wouldn't. An that,
0: that's got it. the trifecta of everything coming into it as well. Oh, well. Because, one, it's Scorsese. You've yeah. got Matt Damon in it who's just a good thing. actor. Not a great lead, but a great actor, yeah. right? It's got Mark Wahlberg in it, just being angry and confused. Mark Wahlberg in that film. And it's brilliant. got Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Literally, Scorsese might have knocked on my house and gone, I've got a fucking film for you, Stevie. And I'm going to you. It's got violence in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. You has got bad Irish accents in it. Yes, yes it does. It has.
1: Don't you worry about that. We've got, you got Jack
0: Nicholson in it too. Oh, what a treat. That, my friend, was the cherry on the top. Now, Jack Nicholson just plays Jack Nicholson in films as well now. However, back in the day, Jack Nicholson... Jack
1: Nicholson. A banger. A, a contender for... Tom Hanks. That's a good film. What? Or an
0: actor even. About to say I'm not seeing that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks is just good. Because, you know what? Tom Hanks is a genuine actor that becomes everyone that he plays. Like,
1: you, you watch Tom Hanks in Philadelphia and watch him in Forrest Gump and they were made a year apart. That's two different people. Yeah, That's not the same. Like, you watch, I don't know, Independence Day and The Fly. That's just Jeff Goldblum. That's what he does. Yeah. It's scientist. like I don't
0: know. Watch any film Jason Statham was in, and yeah. that's just Jason yeah, Statham. That's being him. In. Do you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> he's separate who he was in Lockstock from who he was in Crank, and it's the same guy in a different yeah, it's top. The same character.
1: <laughs> um, Where'd you stand on Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> do you like him?
0: Uh, I mean, he's good as Iron Man. No. Name me three other fucking roles that he's had that he was good in.
1: Um, he was good in Natural Born Killers. I'd say. It was at like ninety four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's he's, he's a little while ago. Um, what else is What else has he done that I liked? Um, I can't think. I just, every time now, I think of him. I just think of him, Man. Someone said
0: Sherlock Holmes, and you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. and you are right. He's yeah, very
1: good at that. He's that.
0: very good at that. Yeah. So As I, is
1: Jude Law again, a great backup actor. You know, trouble so Jude Law. He's just proper busy in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's another Nicholas Cage. He's like. Just chill out, have a bit bit of time off. You don't have read to read a script rather than fi- signing it. Yeah. You fucker. you don't have to do eight films a year. Do um, you know what I mean? Tom Hardy's banger at the minute. Oh, he's Tom Hardy, yeah, that's a—he's pretty much—he's one of them in it. If he's in it, like you just said, he's, he's an, an, an actor as well
0: because he—I mean—you look at the difference in him in Brosnan, in Warrior, in fucking hell. I mean, he's in—he's in all sorts. Where you go? Oh, it's Tom Hardy. <laughs> I mean, even obviously apart from Bane. He did a great voice in Bane as well.
1: Keep on. Can you do it? I
0: can probably do, <laughs> 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 do that voice. <laughs> it's like with <Kermit> the
1: Frog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you no, know, you're right. Killing Murphy's good. <laughs> yes,
1: he is. Great twins. Yeah, look at I me. Mean, great twins and Bane. Yeah, he's, he's t- he's in Bane. Um, oh, well. Yeah, he's good in Inception as well. Yeah. It's good in that. I mean, to be honest with you, you've hit the jackpot if Christopher Nolan keeps using you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, If he, Chris Nolan says let's you want to make loads of films I mean, like Michael Caine I've almost got successfully re- re- lasted 20 minutes
0: without talking football. What? Don't it. that talking about films. You want to talk
1: in? about football go and watch a film channel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I better get through some of these super chats because I'm not going to have time. Uh, you can pick your top five films. Um Abdullah Ibrahim says what are your thoughts on Itman? What, also what other combat sports would you recommend? Wait, what? What's Itman? What's this?
0: IP man. Oh, right. I don't know, actually. I don't know if I've seen IP, man.
1: Right, well. Yeah, is it, what is it? A... No, he's asking about sport films. Sport films. What sport films would you recommend? See, sport films are dodgy. Moneyball. Uh, Moneyball's a good film. Producer Cam just said probably the best thing he's ever said in his life. Moneyball. I thought I'd be That's way too slow
0: point. for him, to be honest, because he's a That's spanner, really isn't he? Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's watching it in installments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brad Pitt's actually a good actor as well. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Oh, Blindside. Bra- Blindside. Blindside's is is a hello film. And it's got Sandra Bullock in. So I, I understand that your PPs are going to dry up a little bit when you think, oh, Sandra Bullock film. However, absolutely sensational. And do you know what,
1: right? Normally with those films, I'd be like, oh, you know, the white Savior films. But it's true. So you can't really go like that, really. You can't go, oh, well, look at this. Oh, come and save all the black people. But it actually happened. So. Coach Carter's it's good. True. It's a bit obvious, though. Coach Carter, I'm all about that. What, you mince at football or basketball, but you've not been doing your maths, right? You're not playing. What? It's a you little a bit obvious. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, Mike Bassett's the, the pinnacle.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think. I mean, United, if you're a United fan, you've not seen United. Right, yeah, let's,
1: let's do the obvious, United. Rocky as well. I like Rocky, mate. documentary about boxing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you two laughing at over there? Just get the chat. Oh, is this these two, like... Daniel Day-Lewis is the CR7 of acting, simply the greatest of all time. Uh, That was from Sam Z. Um, Christopher Hawkins says, Christopher Hawkins even, says, for fans of epic fight scenes, The Raid and The Raid 2 are top class. Shereesh Batari says, aren't you all sick of this stupid argument of Oli being too nice? We all know he's a hard man. We've heard countless stories of it. Well said. Uh, Sean Kenny, hi, lads. Was my birthday during the week, but I also had a dream last night that we beat the scouts in the last minute a free kick last into the corner by none other than Jay Motti make it happen mate up the fucking reds I need to teach. why have you never thought about doing that Sean sobriety is an option bro you don't have to take <laughs> sniff right that's all I'm gonna say yeah but happy birthday and thanks for the sh- super chat uh, Abhinav Verma Bane voice made wearing masks worth it <laughs> yes it did. Um, a red and yellow affair. Slightly off topic. Slightly off topic, like we've got one. Steve, you seem like you'd fit in well in rural Montana. Hunting moose for dinner, wrestling grizzlies. Oh, yeah, this is a, a, rev- a revenant. That's actually not off topic. It's re- uh, referencing the revenant. Could you do that, what he did, Leonardo DiCaprio? Could you climb into a horse if you were cold? Eh? Uh, maybe. Set fire to yourself to heal yourself. Those some right? stuff in that, does not he? Yeah, it? he's had a rough day. I think you can't fight a bear. You can't. You can't fight. He a bear. don't fight a bear. He just gets battered by a bear and survives.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's 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 it. Let's be honest, isn't it?
1: <laughs> What's this? Can you cough, uh, Mike? Can you imagine Balder here running around the old pitch? Hey, <laughs> eh? <laughs> well, I'll have you know. Well, I haven't actually. I was going to say I've run the old Trafford pitch, but I'm. Do you know what? I've never played on Old Trafford. I've played in Anfield as well. Yeah. It's yeah. a shock. You, you turned down a chance to play Ultram, didn't you? Yeah. I you ate, didn't like I the people ate, involved. I hate people, so. <laughs> and
0: you can't play it. I'm that, yeah.
1: All no, right. I don't think the standard was uh, that high from what I saw Macca play, didn't he? Um, right. Enough of this film oh, chat. fuck's sake, 24 minutes. Right. I'm sorry. But sooner or later, someone's got to take the responsibility and mention the fact that Senna is a mint film, mint documentary. It is a good yeah, documentary. just said that. I'm into that one. Um,
0: That's the problem, is you can't. The drama is already inherent in sport. So you can't manufacture better drama than real sport. Yeah. So when you try and.
1: Even if you're telling a biopic of someone, well, yeah. we saw it. No, because if you've seen Senna. Yeah. Right, you get to that last bit. Now you know he's going to die, right? Obviously, everyone. If you don't know where Senna's died, then I don't know where the planet you've been on. Sorry. Sorry for the plot spoiler <laughs> as well. By the way. Watch it anyway, it's good. And maybe I'm online, he might survive. Um, 27 years ago, yeah, so um, <laughs> but it's building up to it, it's building up to it, and there's the other guy that has a crash before. Rush is are good
0: at uh, Formula One and oh, sports, yeah, from.
1: there you go. So, and it does create that sen- sense of tension, you're like, oh no, oh. and even though you know it's coming, you're still getting anxious and worried. Mm. So, I quite like it, man. Um, I, I, I understand it. it can be a, a bit difficult though. Um, oh, yeah, Amy's quality It's by the same person that made uh, Senna. That's about Amy Winehouse, that's a really good one. All archive footage as well having that, eh? have to go out and film anything. I mean, and did that when the are dead, like.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Happy days. Is that one of the Oasis ones? Uh, is it Supersonic? Yeah. Really fucking good documentary. Yeah. And it's, it's used some really good animation techniques to mask the fact that they haven't got any footage about some of the shit that they're going on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the fight the on, fight, the, on yeah. the ferry, yeah. Brilliant use of like, what the fuck do we do here, lads? Yeah. And obviously they had audio recordings from what felt like a while ago, because yeah. they certainly weren't contemporary. And they made a film out of just like raiding some bastard's archive yeah. and having a guy that was with animation gold archive
1: as well because some of it was like whole movie footage when it like when they're in hotel rooms and stuff and stuff not yeah and before. like you
0: had um, footage from their first gig in Glasgow. Hey,
1: that was uh, was it King Tut's Wow, wow. wow. Yeah. yeah, and um, like some of this like there's a couple of songs in that I never heard, like the one that Liam wrote, and, like when early days before one even joined the band, and you're like, wow. That's amazing because um, that really made the film like. Because you could make a film on Oasis and it's going to be relatively entertaining because even though I can't stand Noel Gallagher, you know, they are one of the most important bands. Well, it was
0: sensational years. at the time, yeah. And the 90s was very much a, you know, an Oasis soundtrack, really, yeah, a lot of it.
1: And <coughs> many good songs as well.
0: And I, I really enjoyed, like, I think it was when they it was recording. It might have been when they were recording Definitely Maybe. And it just had this weird, clean, pop, polished vibe to it. Uh, and um, what's the producer called? Oh, Alan um. Yeah, Alan, Alan McGee. McGee. And he's
1: like, this isn't what Oasis sounds like. But when you listened to that, you only played a bit of it. It didn't sound right, did it? No, it did Because it sounded like, it did like manufactured, like how have you turned that song into this?
0: And then they just went and got whoever mixed them live, fucking turned everything <laughs> up to 10 and was like, go on. <laughs> And it's like, now it.
1: that probably wouldn't have happened, would it? Because the record company, whoever Because he was m- crazy. One Alan McGee, I've seen his film as well. And um, like he was like, "No, I'm not. We're not putting that out. We're putting it out the way it should." But go this out. is uh, again. Now that would not happen. They just put it out. Just
0: being authentically off his tits, like he wow. was. He knew what he wanted, yeah. and what he prioritized was good over what he thought everyone else would want. Yeah. And he was like, "Fuck everyone else. I like this band because yeah. that's what they sound like." Yeah. That's what they need to sound like. And if they sell on the back of that, sound. I don't it's, think he thought it'd sell quite as much as they did. It's so mad as well. Did you hear the story like how well, they end up at King Tut's wow club? Yeah, it was the, a girl band that they um, jammed with and it was kind of like, oh, we're going to Glasgow. Do you want to come? Yeah. And it was like, okay. Yeah. Weren't on the gig. Yeah. The, the girls lied
1: to get them on. Yeah. Bosch playing in front of yeah. McGee, and then sliding doors moment. Oh it what? is mad, that isn't it? Because people say, "Oh, you know," and I, I get the argument: talent will always out, and no matter what, you're that talented. Sooner or later, but you could not make it. Get disillusioned, go off the rails, and not produce the music you produce. You know what I mean? Like, but from when? Did, when things, was that? Like 92, 93? Yeah, I think it definitely maybe came out in ninety four. Yeah, so, yeah. So from
0: that to Nebworth
1: is literally like two or three years. I I went to Nebworth and it was like, I remember that night in the 97, was it 96, sorry, Nebworth? So it must be 96 or 97. 16, yeah. yeah. And it was like, I missed that, whatever you put on the screen, if you've got to put it back up, I don't know if Steve saw it. Um, But yeah, they they couldn't do any wrong because even the B-sides were amazing. Oh my God, I think like, I want to say, Wonderwall
0: had the master plan as a B-side. How's the master Masterplan a B-side? Do you know what I mean? Who's doing that? Who's got a
1: record as good as that now? Yeah, nobody. Right, this is one of the greatest records ever. We'll put it on the other side of one of the other great. And I think Round
0: ever. Our Way what? might have been the other side. Let me just fucking check this out. So Acquiesce
1: as well was a B-side. These are amazing songs. Well, they, had a, they had a whole
0: album of B-sides, which is probably like the, the best, one. third best album in the
1: world. Do you know what Noel Gallagher said that though? He said if they released all those B-sides, they'd have made an album out of them without them being B-sides, if that makes sense. And that'd have been their third album they would have been the biggest band ever.
0: Oh, it was Wonder- Wonderwall and Swamp Song, apparently. Oh, no, Wonderwall had... Yeah, I was right. Fucking hell. The Master plant is your B-side. Round our way, the Master Plant and the Swamp Song. Because right. your Wonder- B-side... For starters, Wonderwall, Wonderwall doesn't need
1: a B-side. <laughs> <laughs> it can just have Wonderwall acoustic version <laughs> as your B-side, and everyone's going to be happy with that, let alone putting one of the best songs ever as your B-side. I remember buying that. HMV in town. With the SIG... Did you get the uh, well? If you bought like five of them, you could they give you like a sig box type collection thing?
0: Oh no, yeah. I had. Uh, I just remember buying because the you fucking kids today. The the CD for a single was a thinner yeah. box,
1: right? Because um, you yeah. Because when I remember when you bought like I think it was like four or five of them. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we will get to some footballs talking a minute. You, you give you like it was like a Benson Edges box that you put them in. Not a real Benson, I just box one. One that was styled on it. Um, so, I think we've covered everything football-wise, haven't we? <laughs> um, don't worry, I'm only joking. We better get to it anyway, because I think we might have broken our record, eh, Stephen. 30 minutes? Is, is
0: 30 minutes our record? I have no idea. I reckon we've done an entire podcast without touching on soccer. I think we have. I
1: think we've well done that. I, I it soccer remember on purpose. Yeah, I think there was one where we did Phoenix Knights for about 40 minutes, back in the other venue. Um, Bruno Fernandes is injured out. Are you worried? Yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean,
0: you spoke about him on your channel, didn't you? Earlier, I'd have dropped him for the midweek game, and then people looked at the fact he got man of the match afterwards. Was like, well, he was wrong. Paul Scholes literally shown you what he was struggling to do, and that was literally why I said I was going to drop him to get someone into that midfield to deal with it. I mean, he had eight chances created, which is sensational. Um,
1: it was nine, I think. But of. if you
0: if you play in the you playing in the centre of the park, you've got to get on the ball. Them's the rules. And we When you say unidroxin,
1: do you mean before the game or after the game? You no, just...
0: I think just like people people come up with all sorts of chaos afterwards. Like, look at what he's done and what Pogba's done since he arrived. All right, cool. But I was talking about this particular game yeah. in these circumstances against this opposition who play like this. Like, I spent 15 minutes explaining how Atlanta play <laughs> and why you need more people to be able to knock the ball around in midfield. And then, literally, at the end of the game, Scholes is like, one of the reasons we struggle playing out is because look where he is. They like McTominay and Fred aren't great on the ball anyway. It's harder when they don't have the easy out. Yeah, Bruno's got to come for, short for feet. Give them the easy out. Yeah, you know, you're asking them to look like prime skulls and, and find a forty yard over the top to someone who's triple marked. They're not doing that, and that's why we lose the ball in our own third so many times.
1: And you know. You, for this game, obviously Atalanta and Liverpool are completely different. Um, if, he, if he's not in the team, just still give us a fighting chance? Yeah. Is he that important?
0: No. no. Um, I think if we're being completely honest with ourselves, the best forward three United could play in this game would be yeah. Lingard, Cavani and Rashford because that would be three people who would press. He's never playing that. No. He's not going to drop Ronnie. No, he's not. Um, and, and and I'm going back on what I said a couple of weeks ago, which is, like, never not play Ronaldo. But I could see the, the reasons for wanting to, to I bring think Cavani the, the, into the, the team the, in this the one. The problem is, if you drop
1: Ronaldo, it would be fuming as well. You've got, yeah. Then, then would, you've yeah. got an upset with Ronaldo to deal which with. Which is probably a nightmare. Yeah. If
0: Here's the thing. So I've umdenard, when I did my preview, I've umdenard, you'll see it in the morning. I went with a back four and a back three as two options and explained the reasons why you could use both. Liverpool kind of bypass the midfield, so you've not necessarily got to worry about having a toe-to-toe midfield battle. You kind of need to match them up in your third. If you went with a back five with McTominay dropping in, that makes it a six when they're on the ball. That yeah. gives you plus one in defense because they attack with five. Yeah. All you need to think about is um, playing on the counter with them. They are horrendous on the transition, and it's still Trent people will not want to talk about it. He got ruined on Tuesday night. It's just 60 metres and a 20 metre wide channel. And Marcus Rashford, if he plays on the left, is going to absolutely decimate him. If he doesn't
1: play on the left, I'll be fuming. Because he he was amazing on the left against them in the FA Cup last season. And then a week later, he put him back on the right. And listen, I know some people may disagree, but I think Marcus Rashford on the left is is in the top sort of 1% of players yep. across any league I think you move him onto the right and he's just not yep. at that level the
0: stats don't show right? that. stats actually show he's more productive on Obviously, the right that's
1: what I mean I've seen but, people argue that and say actually J if you look at I, stats I think
0: he's got to play on the left in this and I would even move if you wanted to go do you know what I want legs in midfield but you are going to need someone like a Pogba who's got a long ball in him um, you're an accurate long ball not just a get rid long ball that's the difference in that Play Pogba on the right because in that sort of right, sort of De Bruyne half space, yeah. he's fucking unreal in yeah. that sort of zone and he can put crosses in with both feet from there and he'd be an absolute asset to you in there but you need Marcus in that channel that Trent's going to leave behind. Robertson's a little bit more switched what, on
1: defensively. What about here. Mason though because Mason caused them all sorts of problems last season, Robertson in particular. I remember Robertson shouting at him when Marcus played that unreal ball to try and put him off. I mean, it's a nice issue to have but you've got Ronaldo needs to play. Mason, I think, needs to play. Uh, Rashford needs to play. Bruno and Pogba
0: both need to play. So, you know... Someone's missing out here. Yeah,
1: how's that work? Do you sacrifice one of your DMs? Is that the answer? I don't think you can. There's a reason that they're
0: playing. Yeah. And it's that you can't just go completely balls to the wall. I mean, like, everyone will say it and be like, oh, let's just attack them. Okay, so play... (laughs) Play Pogba, play Bruno, play Cavani, play Ronaldo, play Mason, play Ronaldo, Sancho. play Rashford. And let's put Sancho as well. So that's like, what's like eight? Yeah. Okay, we'll play De Gea, there's nine. Uh, we'll just play, Lingard's pretty good as well. Just, he's yeah, got, he's, he's got, got a couple Lingard, of goals yeah, he's yeah. Okay, so we'll just play Luke Shaw at the back. <laughs> like, people literally think you're going to do that. I don't know. You're not going to do that. You, you have to have balance in a team. And here's, I was talking to, I was talking to Ian Irving this morning and I was saying, you can't quantify what you can't see. Yeah. So I think that having... Um, McTominay and Fred in the team at the moment you look at the goals we're conceding it's annoying because we're conceding a lot of goals we're not keeping enough clean sheets so you go well we're, we're not keeping clean sheets anyway we might as well just start attacking a bit more I feel like if you did just go with one in midfield you got rid of one of them and just went way more attacking midfield you would start to see us get done on the counter you would start to see us get done in different ways than we're being done at the moment Yeah. you look at the two goals we conceded on uh, Wednesday night both of them came through just shit defending in our own box that's nothing to do with the midfielders that's nothing to do with not pressing from the front just your defenders not doing their fucking job as it comes in at the box in the box that was similar to what happened against Leicester I don't think they hit us on a counter for any of them did they it was just shit in box defending which is just like individual roles you've got to get a grip of your shit like so I see a lot of people going well let's just be more adventurous in midfield you'd probably start seeing us concede different goals yeah and maybe more
1: (sighs) do we score more though that's the thing that's the question a couple of super chats Aditya Gautam um, who's been a member of the academy for 11 months thanks for your support Bobby Robson's documentary was good and Maradona's was bananas yep same person that made sense of that as well Uh, the Maradona one Uh, Jokia Trot says what song was your top after 91 Cup Winners Cup final 91 what was 91? I think, was that James around then? Wasn't it? I can't remember. I remember early doors at school. So i Being Google it. Being an I mean, I
0: don't really remember listening to anything. Probably fucking...
1: Yeah, probably... Brian you know, Adams, anything I do, I bet. Something like that. I was on constantly that for like... That was number one, one for about... Kind, yeah. well. That and Whitney Houston. Um... Also, I mentioned it earlier, and I just want to touch on it with a bit more sort of seriousness than rather than just being dismissive. Um, I mentioned Patrice Everett, who's done a book with Andy Mitten. It's Patrice Everett's autobiography. Andy Mitten's ghost written it. Um, some of it, I think, has been serialised, or he's done an interview on the back of it, I should say, um, with The, the Times. Uh, when he talked, he's quite open, and Andy, when he was on the channel, was speaking about this, and he spoke about how open Patrice had been. He sp- spoke about being abused when he was a youngster. Um, and this is, like I said, it's in The Times, and I think the other papers have obviously picked up on it. Um, And he says, there's loads of quotes, I won't go into them all, but he says... um He talks about feeling ashamed and he said, um, now I want to say it because I don't want kids to be in my situation and they are ashamed of themselves thinking they are not brave because it's not about being brave. It's about being mentally ready to talk about it. So I just want to make sure kids out there have the courage and do not blame themselves because I always blame myself. I'm not shy to say I felt like a coward for many years because I never speak up. It was something heavy in my chest, but I don't do it for me. I do it for the children. I mean incredibly open and honest and brave to, to speak he says he's not wow. brave but no I wasn't aware of that I hadn't heard of that it's you know I think with, with Evra you think of him as just this funny jovial I and mean, he is a funny jovial you know character and he's some of the Instagram stories he does are just absolutely bonkers but there's obviously you know there's a lot going on in, in his childhood there he's spoken about he's speaking about it. he's spoken about it um, and I think more power to him as well because he's obviously as he said there letting everyone know that it's not about you know you're not doing anything wrong or you shouldn't be ashamed of yourself if you're a victim of abuse you know it's it's something that no one should be ashamed of other than the people that are committing it one of the uh, the
0: the best things about uh, Paul McGrath's book is how open he is oh about his experiences, yeah. and it's it's outside of Mike Tyson for me it's the best autobiography out there. The Tyson um, one, yeah. but it's literally it's, it's Tyson, Paul McGrath, and they're they're not much in them. They're literally I think it's just Tyson's is just so wild, and yeah. uh, you know the money that he ended up with was so bananas that it, you know it, it just takes things to a whole different uh, dimension. Obviously, he's got his whole going to prison thing and everything in there. Um, but what makes McGrath so good is is his honesty in it. Yeah, And it sounds like, obviously, Patrice's uh, book was delayed. I wonder if it was delayed because he was...
1: I think he, Did Andy mention that? He met? He didn't go into details. He just said, for whatever reason, there was lots of things going on. for about. I think it was, he, he first spoke to him about it seven years ago, I think he said. Right. He said he spoke to him about it. I know it was done when I went yeah. to Marseille. Yeah, and the thing with... Which I, I think well, they had to go back ago. over it and other stuff. And th- the thing with, with Andy is he's in a privileged position of, like, he can choose. Like, if me or you got offered to do... You know, maybe not. Certainly, I would. Obviously, most Man United players, but autobiographies, you be like, yeah, jump at a chance, great. With Andy, it's like, I'm only going to do it if you're going to do it properly with me. You know, if it's someone I'm keen to do it with and if they're going to treat it right in terms of being available. and Andy was saying, this is what I love about Andy when he comes to his journalism, because he spoke about journalism. Not just, these are his words, not mine. Not just sitting in your bedroom and just, you know, writing it going out there and doing something. I'm not knocking people who's just sitting in the bedrooms or anything like that, but going out there and showing proper journalism. And what he did was he went to the Paris... I won't say... I know it's not, it's not the right word, but I'll use this word. Sure. Yeah, I'll use the word ghetto. I was going to use ghetto, but you know what I mean. And he went and met Patrice Ever's mates. He went and smelled that air, was in that place. So when he's writing about it, he's not just going, tell me about where you grew up. He's been there. He's experienced it. He spoke to Everests family martial's from around there as well he spoke to some of his um, well, didn't terry henry come from the same the yeah three of them i come think from there's the same like pogba club. uh martial i think henry he mentioned a couple of others all from this like, like sort of similar area but he went out there and he did that sort of i won't say above and beyond because it's part of his job but you get that from someone like Andy Moon. he goes there and he does that he doesn't just go all oh, right okay so where, where did you grow up right all right oh let's just have a look at google maps oh yeah it looks like this He's been there. And well, I think that makes... That's what I'm looking forward to reading this because I think that's what makes Andy a good When
0: round. we were talking about him before, so there's um, there's a United player that I've just had the contact details for that I'm going to try and get on. Um, he's currently in a job at the moment, so I don't know if we'll be able to get him in person. Um, apparently, he's up for coming for some lunch when he's next in Manchester, but I don't know if that means we can do some content with him if we just go and hanging out. Okay. Um, and he's currently working, and it, I'll, I'll, I can't say exactly where because it's very obvious who it is, if that's the case, but... I, I said to you upstairs, didn't I? Yeah. I said, do you reckon... This is while Andy's there. I went, let's ask him. <laughs> I went, Andy, have you been to see blah-de-blah? Blah? And he went, uh, not recently. Yeah. <laughs> I spoke to him the other day, and I met a going to see He was just like, like yeah. a fucking course. He yeah, has. he's just... So I was talking to him last night on Twitter because that Bodo Glimpse who've just smacked up uh, Roma. Yeah. Have you seen where that is in Norway, by the way? No,
1: I've not. Go I'm... to
0: Norway, yeah. go north as fuck,
1: right? Is it like four flights tackle? Uh,
0: if not more. Literally... I've been to Norway, and I was kind of in the south of Norway. Where did which you go is in Norway? Lillehammer. So oh, I've been right. to Oslo and Lillehammer. I've been to Oslo, i am so Lillehammer's like Butterfootville town still. Right. There's like... I mean, actually, we went north of there to a little place called Svignol, right? so Shvignol. So it was even more remote. This looks like... Makes Bodo Glimp area look like metropolis. <laughs> like, there's nothing there. There's about 26 people there, I think. It's so far north in Norway. And I was just like... As I was scrolling through Twitter last night, I saw it, and I literally laughed out loud when Andy was like, here's some photos of me when I went to <laughs> last, And I just literally said to myself, "Oh fucking course you have. Honestly,
1: do you know what? And um, I know you were chatting to him about Paddock and stuff, but he's like, the thing that I love about Andy is he'll be like, I speak to him and he would be like, oh, where are you? Like Tuesday, he'll be at uh, the New Camp. And on Wednesday, he'll be at like, you know, Droylesdon. Or yeah, he but does he's, like, he's a proper...
0: I, mean, I said to him, do you want to come and watch him Paddock this weekend? Yeah. Not because hey, come and watch us because I know Andy loves whatever level of football. He and he goes, oh, I can't, have already said I'm going watching Trafford.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't coming watching his level anyway. Hello. So well, it's not like he's, he's not like he's been all that's below me. Though he um, he does love his football. He's like, I was saying earlier, he but but managed, that was saying about Alan McGee. It's yeah. authentically him. Yeah. And he knows. So he can write
0: Patrice Evra's autobiography because he knows authentically, one, what Patrice is, two, what everyone's looking to see. Yeah. And he knows he's going to put the work in.
1: Yeah. Like, it's about being... Off. Everything that's good is about being authentic about he it. He was saying, it as well, when he interviewed Patrice, he threw up. Patrice was telling him when he ran in the bathroom and threw up. Jesus. Yeah, so he's like... I can't... I'm Honestly, I'm... We, we, there's loads of football biographies and autobiographies out there we get sent loads as well and there's loads that you know that I want to read and I've not read but Patrice Everest not just because of the, the football stuff but his childhood stuff I'm interested in all the, the, the things about Everest because he's such got 26 a brothers and sisters that alone's worth reading about I want to know what went down as well with France I'm always curious about that because the French football team national football team is a massive soap opera isn't it yeah I mean I'm pretty sure he told me that yeah because you went over, didn't you? Where did you? Because this is another thing. And he said, he said we were writing it, and then he said, and then he went and climbed into the crowd and had a fight with someone. So that was during. Uh, I was with him the week before that. <laughs> Coincidence. He meets it <laughs> with you for the first time, and next you know he's fighting with fans.
0: Mm. I'll tell you off air what he said. It's up to him where he puts it in the book. Obviously, yeah, it's not my right, okay, place to okay. put out what was said, yeah. but I'll kick you in the fucking head. Right, you yeah. say what? Be, yeah. The guy that said whatever he said to him deserved booting in the head.
1: Right, fine. I'm all right with that. I wasn't considered, bothered anyway. So, uh, resonating silence, sorry. It says, credit to Mr. howson It's very formal. I like this. He spotted the issue with Bruno playing too high first. Since then, we have seen many experts talk about it. Oh, did you watch... Uh, I'm fucking dope, Jay. I you are, told you that. Yeah, you did. Um I just thought you said you were a dope, but either works. Did you watch Maron's video? Yeah. Stats. Uh, that's right up your street isn't it? I followed her for a long time yeah, she's very she's good, very good isn't she? if you not checked that out, go and check Maren's video on where she had a look at the um, She was just analysis of the game and uh, of Manchester United and See,
0: I, I want to do one with her because you know, I want to interrogate I want to
1: interrogate some of the stuff because
0: I think I could come at it from a, a slightly different angle to what she's coming you know at what, with. I
1: think you two that would be a good video so we'll try and do that next time we'll try and get you two on a video together I think Maren's coming in again next week so if not that one maybe the week after um I'm just going to have a look at some of the comments. Um, Slejo James Johnson says, Andy and Milton loves f- football human stories. Um, I think Andy Tate's been in the chat as well. Hello, Andy. Um, Fred should be captain, says Mike Cook. Right, in all seriousness, and this is a genuine question, how important to this team is Fred? His um,
0: off the ball pressing and running yep. is very, 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 very important. The problem is... He's his decision making on the ball, um, and I mean, in fact, one of the things I wanted to talk to Maram about is she's shown where we play out. Yeah, and she meant she mentioned the fact that David de Gea wasn't even in. Just because- on that,
1: the key that I thought because this is a, I'm going to put the questions here. Uh, Debt work, who's been a member of the academy for 11 mum, says David de Gea is doing better for sure. But what do you think about Maram's analysis on him? Even if he's doing better, should he be our number one? Which is leading on to what you are you're talking
0: about I, th- I don't know if that's talking about his goalkeeping oh, right, ability right. or his right. playing out ability yeah. but his, in terms of his playing out ability I agree your goalkeeper should be that extra man
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I, I covered this on somewhere else uh, I can't remember where it was now but basically one of the reasons why we play out Yeah. you're always going to outnumber the opposition if you think about it yeah. if you play out from the back and you're comfortable playing football with your feet you will always outnumber the opposition playing out because they're not going to bring their goalkeeper into your half. yeah. So it's always 10 versus 11, worst case scenario. So you should always be able to find space by, by movement, or by quick passing and, and changing the direction of the ball to be able to play football out. When United got caught in possession the other day, it was four versus two. It's not acceptable. No, that from an individual point of view, from, from it is from a coaching point of view, but it's also from Jesus Christ. Pogba's eighty-nine million pound. Shaw's thirty million pound. Lindon lost thirty million pound. Yeah. De Gea was the most expensive keeper in the world at the time. Uh, Maguire was eighty million pound. You four should be able to take the ball under four v two. Yeah, four v two. It's not four v four. Everyone man mark pressed. It's four v two. This is easy. This is training ground shit. That two. It's a two two v ones. This is an absolute piece of piss and we got caught in possession and we turned the ball over. Anyway, so um, De Gea not being part of the the first six-pass string is is a thing. But when you look at where those balls are going, to me the biggest indicator, and I'm, I'm not sure she really touched on it, was the lack of the central ball, the number six, the conductor in there. When I look at Chelsea with Jorginho, that fucker's doing 125 passes a week. When you look at prime Manchester United with Michael Carrick in there, there's always that conductor is the second or third pass in there to then move the ball through the thirds. We're reliant on going uh, through our wide players. It's the fullbacks on both sides. wan and Shaw are in possession entirely too much. And the problem is when you go wide, you can only come back. If, if I'm in the middle of the pitch, I mean, I'm in the center circle with the ball at my feet, where can I go, Jay?
1: <laughs>
0: Literally everywhere. No. I can go over... Uh, a press that comes to me, I can go right and straight. I can I can break a line from there. I can go backwards if needed. Yeah, yeah. Like when it goes to Luke Shaw, he can't go backwards. He can only kind of go central and backwards, or he can go forward. But that's easily pressed and easily corralled into somewhere where you're going to lose possession. And that's what we see from Manchester United. That's why a number six is important. So in relation to Fred, how important is he pressing and, and off the ball? Essential. Because no. no one else is willing to do those sorts of things in midfield. And if you don't have those things, we're going to look even worse. But I'm almost at a point where I kind of think, do you know what? Fuck it. Can we find a way to play better, hold the ball through the middle? And maybe if we are going to get done on the counter, let's get done on the counter a little bit. Let's have Varane there to sweep it up. Let's have wan Saka cheating a little bit and maybe not getting into the final third because he'll fucking sweep it up a little bit. Yeah. Can we? Can we adapt the way we play? To actually get our best eleven out onto the pitch because our best eleven just shouldn't have Fred in it.
1: Yeah. Um also uh, oh, got, oh, by the
0: way, you go on. Fucking Brian Adams, Everything I Do was the number one song of nineteen
1: ninety one. Nailed it. He nailed it. Fucking good To son. be fair, Brian Adams was the number one song for about four years. It's probably in ran. the top ten of the nineties, isn't it? Oh, if not. Yeah, it was unreal. Um Dipsan to Kumar, forgive me if a butchy name says Hey, housing, ignore the idiots online, do what you do, bro. Best of luck on your mental health recovery side. Thanks for that. Um, I think, my friend. Oh, we've got a bit of spam in there as well and filth in there. I'll just uh, remove that. <laughs> Dirtiness in the chat, eh? Um, I think we're going to wrap up there. Steve, you're going to be at the game on Sunday? Yeah. Can you we get a reaction from me or what? Maybe. Ah, okay, maybe. We might have a reaction from him. Uh, but we will have um, Joe Smith, Joe McGrath, and is it you, Baggers? Alex, The Housewives' favourite, Alex Bagley will be here. Um, so they'll be on the watch along. We'll have the fan cams as well. Um, and the preview, when's the preview going out? Have we, a, have we got a preview? Out? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, half ten, the preview will be going out. Make sure you check out the interview with Andy Mitton, he talks about Patrice Everett. He talks about Donny van der who's been a hot topic. He talks about are we going to Gunnar Solskjaer's future as well, all that good stuff from him. Go and check him out on his channel. What's what's coming up on your channel? Quite an in in-depth preview, bit of a bumper
0: preview looking yeah. at the scouts. We've spent a long time, me and Ronaldo, the boy, looking at um looking at Liverpool this week and how we can beat them. And I think ultimately the, the bottom line is this they're gonna score and we're gonna score. I feel like it's gonna be a two all kind of game. Um I don't think we're gonna stop them. I don't think they're gonna stop us. It's can can one be more clinical than the other is
1: gonna see how this game goes, I think. It's mad because you've done all that analysis, you and Ronald's on a deep dive, you've gone through it all and you've come to that conclusion. Me and Joe spent ten minutes there and he's come up with seven more. So <laughs> 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 uh I've been in the super chat says that area in Paris produced some mad footballers. It did indeed. Don't forget to check out paddockmerch.com. And to subscribe if you're not doing what I get 700,000 subscribers by the end of the season. And I think we can do it with your help. I've been Jay Mott. That's been Stephen Allison. This has been The Brew. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.